You're listening to the Conscious Creatives Podcast. Brought to you by Davian Mack. Grab your tea, grab your coffee, come chat with us. How do everyone? Hello. I'm Davey. And I'm Meg. And we're the Conscious Creatives Podcast. Um, yeah, we are here to chat about mental health within the creative industries. Um, not just mental health, but, you know, how we deal with different scenarios and creativity and Yeah, that whether that's just something that peeves musicians on the way to a gig or some grand cataclysm that's towering <laughs> over us all you'll hear it on this yeah. podcast and um, we're gonna have some really interesting guests on with us Ooh. to chat about different things um and yeah. yeah so we're just gonna have a little chat right now really about who we are what we do mm-hmm. um and just sort of introduce ourselves we're a little bit nervous it's the first episode <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we've got a bit of a shaky setup at the moment. Most of our equipment is very professional. David's a musician, so um, but he we're knows currently stuff, but... sat on the floor of our one-bedroom <laughs> flat with wires everywhere, no um, chairs, a dodgy headphone splitter. But here we are. Three days after our flat flooded <laughs> because of reverse pipe, so a great start to twenty twenty-one. Yep. Yep. Overall, we're, we're yeah. here. We're ready. We've already been bruised. What, what? <laughs> it can only go up from here. Um, so yeah, who are you, Davey Moore? Um, who am I? That's a good question. Who are um, you and what do you do? I'm a musician, a producer, um, artist, poet, um, and professional chat shitter. That's why I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a I'm a creative guy in a, in about Salford. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to explore the weird and wacky sides of creativity, and I think um, we're going to be getting to know each other a little bit deeper. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, I am Meg Challoner, and I'm an actor, um, creative <laughs> person. Um, I sing, write a little bit, um, crochet. <laughs> That's the, a big one recently. You're a crochet yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I predominantly um, act um, and also work at supermarkets. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, the creative life. <laughs> um, That's side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm pretty generally creative. I've always loved to, you know, perform and show off in front of people yeah. um, <laughs> and escape my... Um, problems through pretending to be somebody else, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I need to speak about with my therapist. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, the conscious creators. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so for this this journey that you are joining us on, this um, great adventure into mental health, um, we have a lot of things that we want to discuss, a lot of things that we want to talk about, but our main aim and goal is to um, create a community really and to just have um, open conversations about things that we all deal with you know whether you are um, just a creative person you don't necessarily have to have a creative career um, but just even if you just like to paint 
watercolors mm-hmm. <laughs> you know talking about things around creativity and around creative careers and how different people deal with different situations well we we kind of we kind of came up with the idea because as as we've already said i'm a musician meg's a artiste a actor <laughs> a multifaceted being we we would we sat, sit down every night in our little gloom gloomy demeanor on a settee chatting about all of these things chatting about things that have been knocking us things that have been destroying our mental health and we just kind of realize there's a lot of similarities and mm-hmm. when we when we kind of made that realization that maybe people in the other facets of the arts might experience very similar things to us we thought we'd take our conversations from the settee and put a mic in front of us <laughs> and here we are Why not? um why not? We just want to talk about things, really. It's also like therapy for us. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and just like like we say, having those conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a few different, you know, just as a little teaser, a little taster of things that we're going to be chatting about. Um, we want to talk about networking um, with anxiety. So mm-hmm. how do you sort of um, navigate the networking, the dreaded networking. <laughs> and obviously with my experience as an actor and somebody that does have anxiety, social anxiety, that is, it's really daunting and really scary. Um, We're going to be talking about yeah. the stereotype of the tortured artist, the that age-old uh, lyric that we always hear, oh, you can't make great art unless you depressed or in the <laughs> deepest hole that is where true art is made and how ludicrous that statement yeah. actually is and how, and how damaging it can be and that good stuff um, yeah. and sort of how you know working a side job and um, you know depression and um how how we coped with that graduation and going into the world, the big scary world of creativity with a degree that literally means nothing. Um, (laughs) nothing. (laughs) (laughs) um, So yeah, lots of things, lots of things to chat about and we're very, very excited to get started. This week we're going to be talking about, we're starting it light, we're starting it easy breezy. We're just (laughs) chatting about how we stay creative. How to keep creative. <laughs> How to keep yourself motivated, keep yourself moving, keep yourself... Um, going in these going, troubled yeah. times. And obviously at the moment it's very relevant because it's hard to find inspiration in a world that's, well, in a country especially, that is closed off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're all locked away. Yeah, we're all looking at the same four walls every day same situations. The only people who are allowed to go out are ones that are just doing a job which is amazing that you've got that job but i'm sure some of you are feeling a bit monotonous a bit of a repeated theme coming on and we're going to be discussing some ways that you can kind of break out of that chain and uh get creative again yeah so we've um asked on our instagram and conscious creatives podcast to go follow us there Mm, um Um, yeah we asked on our podcast for um people to um let us know some things that they've been um, doing to keep themselves creative but first we're going to have a little talk about what we've been doing so what have you been doing to keep yourself moving so i'm not going i'm going to be honest with you guys um for a few months after graduating in september i 
I kind of hit a wall. I think I'd been, I'd been building myself up to this big graduation point and it was already weird because we were learning from home and I had to write an entire album, professional standard, in my sh shitty one-bed flat with naff all equipment. I did it. Mm -hmm. I was proud of what I made, but honestly, like, in that period, I must have wrote about... 12 songs easily mm. like and that was in about three months because <laughs> it's uni i've got adhd you can fill the rest of the picture in <laughs> if you can't i did it all in the last week you know? <laughs> uh, but it was still sick like it was yeah. what you managed to considering the situation that you were in i mean because you finished uni right at the beginning mm -hmm. of covid right yeah. at the beginning of this madness it and was like two two months to, to, like, it was two months before graduation it happened. Right. That was. And so, you, you know, your, obviously, contact hours were caught and... Mm -hmm. From going to the studios. Which is, ma I mean, you recorded an album, you're going to need <laughs> to go into the studio. And, and they really wanted that high level of mixing. Like, like that's what separated it from, like, the other years. Mm. But, anyway, I burnt out, but recently I have... I don't know if it was that the placebo of the new year new me the the let's get shit done we've been sat around and but since since new year's eve i have so i kind of set myself a challenge um because i my computer's been broke we've recently got some software again now but um i didn't have any means to record but since new year's every single day i was like right you have to make something Whatever that is, it can be something terrible. It can be something <laughs> I never want to show anyone ever. But I have to make it. And it's kind of an age-old trick for myself of that is. And the, and the big important thing is it, it can be anything. It does not have to be good. It's even better if it's not good because it forces you to just do it. And with most things, being creative, although it's not a physical muscle, I truly believe that if you just do it all the time, you will just start looking for that opportunity instead of it'll become, it'll go from being a forced thing that you're doing to yourself to why oh, I haven't been creative today yet. And you'll start being excited for it and you'll start wanting to give more and more time. And then before you know it, you're back in the swing of it, doing it every day. It's like having that, that ritual, isn't it? I yeah, think. Like that's having a good word for it, rituals, a ritual, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it, it can, like you say, sort of kickstart that feeling. Yeah. Because I, I sort of feel creativity <laughs> and like you get into that sort of groove of, making something even like you say even if it isn't the best thing you've ever made mm, especially that feeling if it's the best thing you haven't yeah made, that yeah. feeling of like creating like working that muscle getting mm. it especially when you haven't used it for such a long time um is like it's, it's helpful mm. and you, i think then you can start to pick up on things that have inspired you and find themes within what you're creating yeah to then build on that to exactly. you know that's what the, exactly doing what it. i was going to say next like the reason why I put an emphasis on making, if you end up making something you really don't like and how that's good is because I don't know about in other art fields, I'm sure you could apply this if you're a um, a, a drawer, an artist or, but, or a musician, but 
when I end up making those things that I don't think I like, a lot of it's to do with my own pre-built like misconceptions of what's cool, what I think is good. And you can actually end up with these little happy accidents where you go, you know what, actually, I don't like the whole thing, but I like that little mm. bit. Maybe I'll start playing with that little bit. And then the next day when you go to do it again, you start playing with that again. And I think that can be in. translated into any, well, most art forms as yeah. well, which is handy. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? So obviously I've been working. Yeah. <laughs> been working in a supermarket over um, COVID, which has given me a lot of inspiration for different things. Um, you can imagine the people that you meet in a supermarket. Um, so I've been writing a little bit and trying to find inspiration through the things that I can do. Um, but mostly I've just been not been putting pressure on myself to create anything. You know, there's been a lot of days where I haven't done anything creative at all. Big roller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think not like not ridiculing myself for not being productive. I'm definitely one of these people who is way, way too harsh on themselves and puts a lot of pressure to achieve and be moving forward and keep, you know, new projects, new things to work on, mm -hmm. um, meeting new people. But we haven't been able to do that, obviously. There's been a few projects that have not necessarily fallen through, but have been put on hold, which is frustrating. But, you know, been working on them a little bit. At the beginning... I had, so when I graduated, I graduate, graduated a year before Davey um, and I finished uni um, and was sort of like, right, I'm going to give myself a break. I'm going to have a couple months off um, and just, you know, I've been in education my whole life. I'm just going to let myself chill a little bit. Get me out! <laughs> Get me out! Um, <laughs> But that didn't happen, of course, because I can't say no to people. And <laughs> there was a lot of opportunities that came up at the beginning, Manchester, after I graduated, Manchester Fringe and things like that. So I, I couldn't really say no to these things. So just kept going, just kept going, kept going, kept going. And COVID brought a really nice break for me to just sit back and go, right, what do I really want? What do I really want to be creating? And what projects do I want to be part of? Mm -hmm. So I've been doing a lot of painting a lot of drawing. Mm. I started writing poetry, which I've never done before, so that was fun. She's very um, talented, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm average, maybe just slightly below average. Um, I started to learn to skateboard mm -hmm. as well, which is fun and physical. Mm -hmm. um, and Boris can't say that we can't skate, so cool. it's exercise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, that's it. Do you know what you were saying then about the... When you were like, I can't say no. Yeah. It's fun. I I don't I know it's a little bit of a tangent from what we're on about, mm. but I just think it's worth talking about. Cause I know you I definitely know remember conversations when you come back from uni, and I know they said the same to me, but it's there's a lot in the creative industries, I think you get taught it's like take every opportunity, mm. like you need to be on you need to be at everything, you need to be going to that audition even though you don't really want the role you need to be doing those small gigs even though you you personally think you could be doing better you, mm. you, every, everyone that claims they're a teacher in these things will push that narrative so yeah. much but they don't go 
take every opportunity unless it's going to hurt your mental health. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. take that opportunity and if you, <laughs> but only if you can afford the travel there. Yeah. Like, they don't say that. No. They just go, just do just it. Just say, say yes to everything. And you know, <laughs> if, if you're, I feel like there is like a slight nuance to what they're saying of like, if you don't say yes to everything, then you don't want it enough. Yeah. You're not, yeah. you know, you're not trying hard enough. But I really think there is. There's also been narrative. teachers that have told me, you know, learn to say no, you know, learn to say mm. when to say no to things, learn your worth and know your worth. Because I feel like there is, like you say, it's kind of, you're told one thing and then another thing and it's like, well, where's, where's that line? But I think it's, it's just following your intuition and yeah. knowing when, you know, you if you are mentally trained mm. and you, you know, are tired all the time, fatigued and can't concentrate, don't take on another project. Yeah. Allow yourself. Obviously, if you're somebody that can do that, brilliant. I'm jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think having breaks in between projects, for me anyway, that's what keeps me going and I, making I guess, sure that I give myself time. I guess like time. with everything, balance. Balance. Mm. Balance is key to I don't, don't know about any of you guys, um, but I like to look at my life as a Tamagotchi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, we use on, this a lot. This on, is a thing guys, that we this do. It's a bit weird, right? But honestly, like, if I haven't seen, say, say I haven't seen my friends in a while, right? And I, I'll, I'll, get, I'll carry on with my day because I'm also stubborn. And I'll be like, no, nope, fine, fine, fine. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I just get in this like almost like tantrum state. Like, say a few more bars have gotten a bit low. Maybe I haven't had that much affection, or I'm hungry <laughs> as well. And a few of those bars are low. I just have a tantrum. It's like uh, food, family, um, leisure, leisure. Like yeah, like chill time, creative time. Yeah, and then food, sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like to admit it, but yeah. Why and not? I don't know. Honestly, if if they start going down at the same time, I'm fucked. Yeah, like, I just turn into like this mess of a human. I'll just cry. That anything. kind of system has kind of gone out the window over COVID, though, because yeah. there's some of them that you physically are not allowed to do because yeah. otherwise you'll get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, back. To <laughs> yeah, back to the topic at hand. Back to the topic at hand. Um, yeah, how we've been saying creative. That's I'm done. To be fair, that's yeah, it. So. Okay, so first up. We've got Sebastian Frame, who's a friend of ours, a musician, a very talented guy, and he suggests stepping back, giving yourself time to soak up new material and give yourself time to be inspired. I think that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, I think this one is interesting because I have heard so many different things in terms of just getting started on something. Mm -hmm. And some people say, just make something just mm -hmm. do it doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter if it's really bad even if you know it's not even in the style or yeah, genre of creativity of of yeah. yeah and then some people say you know give yourself time to soak things up don't force it mm -hmm. don't you know because like seb said in the message that he sent that when he tries to force himself to do something to create something it often turns out really bad yeah um yeah. And I get that as well. Like, there's a lot of times where I've gone to make something and I'm just doing it because I know that I need to I need to make something or, I want it, or there's yeah. a deadline or something like that and it turns out to be crap because I'm like, I know I'm forcing this. Um, so giving yourself time to find inspiration, I think, is so, so important. Yeah, definitely. And especially when you've got creative block, 
as well. Like if if you if you're trying to just make stuff and you really are getting a bit bogged down about it, just taking that time to read and like I, when I spoke to Seb about it as well, he does it doesn't that's not just to do with your art field. Like he he's a musician and he he writes very good lyrics, but his favorite pastime is reading books because mm. it gives him narratives and stories and or facts or, or like do you know what I mean? Like if you're a painter, maybe go. I don't know, swimming and go sit in a <laughs> field and read your best book. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And just allowing your your brain to like truly step take in. And I think as well, reading and watching other people's work and mm-hmm. like listening to music, listening to podcasts, podcasts, oh, different art forms, <laughs> watching plays. There's so many. You no, know, now because of what's going on, there's so many things online that we can watch and consume which is amazing films tv you know anything like that there's always narratives and stories that can be you know translated into other things mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's a really a very good one to start off with um the second one we have is um a really really nice one that yeah. i love and i do it a lot too um and we actually got this uh, from two people um our friend scarlett and our friend Sersha, um who say dancing is yeah. what they do, especially when they're in the middle of a project and they're working on something, getting up, putting some tunes on, having a boogie, get the blood flowing, get yourself, you know, jiggled. Endorphins <laughs> rising through the sky. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's a belter of a tip, that. Like, that's not something I'd, I'd traditionally do, no. but I'd, I'm pretty sure since, like, just having a little boogie, like what better of a way to reduce stress? Like if you if you are in that little like angsty, oh, I can't make anything mood. Like what better way of to just Absolutely. let go? And I, sometimes I, like when I get up in the morning, I just whack some tunes on and have a good dance, and it just sets you up for a brilliant day. Oh, it does. And I think as well, if you, you I mean, properly having a dance. Like not dancing. I mean, dancing like no one's watching. Yeah, I feel like dad it, dance. Dad like. dance. Yeah, whatever dance you want. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you strip away that layer of like embarrassment yeah. and being a little, maybe a little bit uptight of what you're making, mm. because it's like you get to be a little bit free, a bit childish, a bit silly, and like just let, shake off that that judgment mm-hmm. um, or that sort of stiffness and just let it let it happen man yeah um that actually is i've got a little quote about that so i'm probably going to talk about this book a lot throughout the podcast it's called the artist's way and i'm only halfway through but it is absolutely brilliant um it's by julia cameron and it's a spiritual path to higher creativity um and it's basically a book of therapy (laughs) um and just helps you on this course of 12 weeks through sort of healing your inner creative self and all the things that you've learned as a kid and all you know, learning things from trauma and people telling you that you crap and stuff. But there's a quote in here from Pablo Picasso um, and it's, every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once he grows up. And I think that is a very... It, it's beautifully put, isn't it? Yeah, and it's. I think... It, sort of carries on from that and just being a kid mm. so allowing yourself to be stupid make mistakes you yeah. know kids just i love seeing kids create stuff doing drawings like 
look at mine from when I was a kid. They're absolutely ridiculous. But I was never in my head thinking, this is shit. Yeah. This is shit. Oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. That doesn't look right. I was just doing it. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, what What's brilliant. the other quote about her? It's like, people think you become old. Um, and what is it? You stop having fun when you get old. But um, what is it? It's like, you get old when you stop having fun. Not, yeah. Not the yeah, way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fully that believe. Up a bit, but yeah, no, we're we'll going to get, get, get the sentiment. Um, yeah, absolutely. Never like, let go of that inner child. Yeah, Never, God. ever let go of that inner child. It's, it, it is a genuinely a crucial part of creating, yeah. of being a creative, of letting yourself. Children are just, imagination machines. Yeah, like, the, if, you, if you have any younger siblings in your family, whether that's a cousin, your sibling, your sister, your brother, just grab him and go, well, don't physically grab him. <laughs> just go to him. Right, Charlie, give me a story. Give him a few, like, things, like, right, well, tell me a story and I want a fox in it, I want a purple rabbit and I want magic. They will spit a novel at mm-hmm. you. The mm-hmm. kids are amazing Is that, for that like, stuff. It's like, I wonder when we lose that, and I suppose people lose it maybe in different parts, but maybe when we're told that, like, we're not good enough or like that mm. being do having a creative career isn't a real job yeah like, i don't know but it's, we do we are we do actually have an idea for an episode based around this so yes. we'll, we'll <laughs> elaborate we'll, we'll, we'll leave this for, for that episode as you'll um, always stroke <laughs> <laughs> do you um, yeah and i think following on from that from Tallulah, trying new things i think like all the things we're saying right now just trying new things is so important to our mental health because just think about it like if you're say you've had two weeks you're you've just been going to work coming back having some tea going bed going to work having your tea and that little cycle we all accidentally get into we start to deteriorate we start to get in a bad mood we start to lash out on yeah. each other and there's just a simple trick just do something new go and go and try something you've been going to work go to the go for a walk mm. go for a walk definitely so sometimes easy. obviously at the minute it's hard to try lots of new things but you know that you can find other ways of trying new things yeah. and even if it's something as simple as you know, cooking something different that you haven't had before or, you know, trying a new genre of music yeah. that you haven't listened or to before. Or crocheting hats, if you may. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and again, another thing from Tallulah, um, they have been going outside a lot, going for walks in nature, which is, for me, an absolute massive source of informa- of inspiration. Mm. Not information. I suppose information as well. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, just getting out, going to the park for 10 minutes, 20 minutes. We had my mum's dog here for a bit, Juno, the love of my life, oh, the sweet little Gucci so angel. Um, and she made me go out several times a day. You know, yeah. I was forced by the dog <laughs> to go out several times a day and walk at the park. My and... legs were on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but it got us out two yeah. times a day and that in itself... Like our mental health was so much better mm-hmm. just because of that, um, and it doesn't have to be you know for a run or to do any crazy exercise. It can just be for a stroll somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it can 
just getting that fresh air and breaking that routine of getting up, having your breakfast, you know, oh, what shall I do today? I can't do anything because nothing's open. <laughs> I can't see anyone. <laughs> yeah. um, just breaks that cycle a little bit, which is Definitely. really nice. Last one then. The last ticket um, is from Anna Croft. And I love this one. I thought this, this was one of my favourites. Something you um, do as well, isn't it? Yeah, well, I haven't tried this specifically, but her, her, um, her what's the word? <laughs> uh, tip? Too. Tip, to, yeah, her tip. I don't know, how did I just forget that? Like, my brain <laughs> was just like, no. Um, so the next one is from Anna Croft. And her tip is to keep a creative journal, which I, I'm a big advocate for journaling. I think writing down your thoughts and just, like, writing shit down is very, very helpful. Um, but I haven't done this before, and I think this is one of my favourite ones because I'm literally just going to quote the message that she sent me because she put it very well. So it's like a diary, but instead of writing out day-to-day goings, I write about things... Um, and people that are currently inspiring me and why. So, for example, movie trailers, um, film scores, film ideas, directors, artwork, which then inspire me on new painting or photography ideas, which I think is just a very good idea, just noting everything down in a book um, so it's there to... You know, go back to to have a look at... To... It's like the ultimate mood board, isn't it? Yeah, mood board, that's a good... Yeah, good word, actually. It's an like ever-evolving mood board. Yeah, so you can just... It, it, it's, I suppose it's cool to, like, look back as well yeah, and, like, things quite, that have... be quite cute, wouldn't it? Like, motivated to, to make things in the past. Yeah, I think because I'm such a spontaneous creator, like, that, the idea of being able to actually go back and, like, look at a visual representation of what I was inspired mm. by or feelings. Yeah. Because a lot of my work's based on feeling, not, like, um, physical or, like, I don't know, like written inspiration. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's a really cute yeah, idea. I think you'd like, probably have to be quite an organised yeah. person to do it. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'd actually do it, but I do really like, like the, the idea, idea of it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, another one actually that I forgot to write on there was from Hannah, um, and she one hers was writing a, a list of things. Mm. So say you know, if you've got ideas or things that you want to be, be making, mm-hmm. um, which I suppose also can go into the journal thing of things that you want to be creating or things that inspire you and then ticking them off once yeah. you've done them or once you've used that idea or whatever because then you have that sort of sense of achievement of, right, that's done, I've done that, you know, this is, I've ticked it off. Mm-hmm. Um for all you curious listers out there, <laughs> yeah. there's the golden ticket for you lot. <laughs> Definitely part of that group. <laughs> and lastly, lastly, because I've nearly forgotten about it, um, we've got our friend Daniel Lovett, who actually sent a voice message in for us all to hear how he's been staying creative. Dan is a writer, just to add that in, so it makes a bit more sense. Yeah, I probably <laughs> should have said yeah. that. Sorry for doing you a bit dirty there, Dan. But here we are. We have his little top tips. I remember being in my first creative writing lecturer and the guest speaker saying that great writers only write 5 to 10% of the time. So it sounds quite corny, but I guess I stay creative by uh, living and by absorbing the experiences and relationships that I have with people and manipulating those experiences into sort of creative content. 
Um, I also keep a, quite an extensive list on my notes on my phone of like one line or really sort of nice paragraphs that I sort of refer to again and again, seeing how I can sort of twist those paragraphs and where they can stem and be sort of regenerated into different ideas. So um, to put it sort of simply, I guess I stay creative by cheating. Um, and also I like to sort of implement some kind of routine in myself um whether it's writing itself or thinking about ideas you know for at least you know an hour a day or a certain time like that um just because you know creativity yes is about limitless and boundless expression but actually it helps to have a sort of rigorous routine so you can channel that effectively otherwise i think you can spend your days living in your head and not actually um gaining anything from the sort of various ideas that you have Thank you for that, Dan. Very well. Very well said. And his, uh, and his best John Cooper Clark accent <laughs> could do. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think that's a very, very... I think, to be fair, that's a running sort of theme throughout all of these, is yeah. soaking up information and sort of get getting information from external sources, whether that be out and about or by watching telly, listening to music, mm-hmm. you know, looking at photography, looking at other artists and seeing... Or just going shopping and finding yeah. art through mundane things. I, I really liked what you said about distorting reality. Like, we all... It's so easy when we're doing all of these mundane things to just kind of turn on auto switch and just glide through, but... You can actually find so much inspiration by just mundane things. Like my recent single, I just released called Security Dave, and I was doing the most boring job ever. <laughs> I was basically a BTEC security guard, official name steward, where I was basically paid to stand in a security guard's uniform. But I can't actually do any security. I just have to walk around. <laughs> you can't actually <laughs> kick anyone out. You just it's have to genuinely watch. so so chuffing boring but in my little trips to the toilet because <laughs> my job is literally to watch everyone the amount of stories and little clips like tank top tommy's wearing a reebok jacket or like just little bits like that just distort in your reality mm. to make it a little bit more fantastical yeah and seeing it from like different perspectives like there's yeah. so much that you can find within the mundane. There's so much that if you just look at it mm. from a slightly different perspective... And it's all so and not, relatable, isn't it? Absolutely. And I'm not saying that that's easy no. for everybody. <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying, obviously, when you have or are dealing with mental health situations, obviously it's hard sometimes to get up and find inspiration within the mundane and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these ideas start spouting out. That's not how it works, simple as. It's not how it works. It's it's mundane in itself sometimes finding this inspiration, finding those ideas. And to think that, you know, people get up every day and spout creativity it's just not it's not realistic. People don't work like that. And remembering that you the most important important thing when you are creating is being kind to yourself and mm-hmm. allowing yourself to you know make mistakes and allowing yourself to not do anything for mm-hmm. weeks and months and years sometimes but as long as you have that passion to be creative and you know that that is your you know calling yeah your calling or something that's within you or whatever you believe in um you know you will always come back to it you just have to 
be kind to yourself, trust yourself, trust yeah. your instinct. And remember, you're a star, darling. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be a star. So, well, I guess we're coming to the, the kind of the, the end time of our first <laughs> episode. <laughs> That was good. That's a toast accident. Yeah, toast. Um, Yeah, it's been fun, guys. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, We have a little um, segment at the end. Yes. I got to be all a Foley designer, (laughs) write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. (laughs) Um, So up for you next is... Our Topics for the Week. Yeah, so in this segment, every episode, we're going to give you some things that have inspired us recently, some th- or just something we like. Things that we've... It can be um, TV shows or songs or yeah. just stuff that we've been consuming. <laughs> it doesn't have any um, relevance with the topic. It's just a random thing that we've been doing. It's something doing we'll be doing every week. Every week. And if you have any top picks, I'm sure if they're fantastical, yeah, you let might us find know. The way in. Yeah, let us know, and then we can watch them and read them. And we really, stuff really like want all of you guys to be involved. Like we're pretty certain we're gonna have about five listeners at the start. So <laughs> if you five want to get involved, yeah. send us a message. So do you want to go first? Yes, please. So first up, I have a book for everyone. It's called The Chimp Paradox. And it's by Stephen Peters, released in 2012. And it's basically... So it's very relevant to the podcast, especially when we're on about emotions and how we control them. So The Chimp Paradox is a self-help book. At least it calls itself that. And it basically... How do I say this without butchering it? It... (laughs) kind of summarises how the brain works when it's dealing with situations um, and breaks it down in a way that's like... So how they would describe it, so the brain's... This is heavily, heavily um, simplified. If there's any science heads out there cringing what I'm about to say, but he says that in the book. And he basically separates the brain into three sides. So you have the computer the human and the chimp. So basically what what he's saying in the book is when our emotions are up front, when when we're leading by our emotions, our chimp is active and that's things like uh, lashing out, angry behaviour, being obsessive or just anything where emotions have taken over. The human is our logical brain. It's based on fact, on... Uh, certainties and then the computer is like the database that stores all of them and allows the chimp and the human to make these examples but it's basically it teaches you about these things and then it gives you examples of how you can learn to train that chimp so it says in there the chimps always overpowers the human that that's why we all find ourselves in these situations where we come out of the situation and be like oh why did i do that why did i do that and that's it's like a rational, not a rational, but like um, acting on impulse, impulse, on your and how on. you know your um, emotions are. How your emotions dictate you, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just a really interesting book. I'm not saying that 
uh, his philosophy is absolutely right. But well, it's it, backed it, up a lot by science as well, isn't yeah. it? Which I think is quite interesting, especially for you, because we, I mean, I like to say that I'm into, I like interested in psychology and mm-hmm. we're not professionals by any means, but... And you're um, very spiritual as well. Yeah, and, yeah, and I think that there is sometimes when we have discussions about these things, you are a very rational-minded person in terms of... Um, spirituality and science and you know you like to things that you believe in are often backed up by scientific facts you like to you know you are rational in that sense i mean and i think something like this that is so much based on fact yeah i just like it because it summarizes it and it really really simplifies the topic which can often be dominated by super scientific jargon or very uh nuanced spiritual conversation and it's like a happy medium yeah it's basically like controlling your emotions for dummies like (laughs) it's just very good give it a go yeah cool and on to you um my recommendation is um a sort of audio book slash radio play i suppose it's more of a radio drama um called hellcats it's on audible it's free on audible and it is about Anne bonnie and mary reed and i listened to it all within like a day because it's like 20 minute episodes and there's like 14 episodes and Anne bonnie and mary reed were the first female pirates and it's just brilliant it's so good and the actors are absolutely brilliant and i love the way that um, I like that it's a sort of radio drama and not just an audio book. Um, and I, towards the end, it's very sad. Um, and I was literally lying on my bed listening to it, just crying, um, which must have looked very strange <laughs> from the outside. But yeah, it's brilliant. And um, they, so they both are disguised as boys. Um, through their younger years and it's so nice to see their relationship and as characters that i think they're in um a lot of video games and things like that um the, the, i think they're in history. assassin's creed Black yeah Flag. i was gonna say i think was, i thought it was assassin's creed um but yeah it's absolutely brilliant and sort of plays a lot with gender roles and how even back then how people sort of took the idea of a woman dressing as a man but sometimes wanting to be a woman sometimes wanting to be a man and how you know the, we have words for the, for um these gender expressions now um but then it was like things. well you're a man or a woman what are you what's between your legs and how that can control your life mm-hmm. really um but yeah it's really really good and i highly recommend it Go listen to it, it's free as well, which is always good. Um, so, yeah, that's it's, it. It's time to it's finish, It's the end guys. of the episode. First episode done. First episode. Well Give me a off. safe spud. Um, so, yeah, we every week we are going to be telling you what we're going to be talking about next week so that you can send in your experiences, things that you want, maybe want us to read in the podcast. We can't promise that everything will be on here, obviously, but um, we want to hear about your experiences. So next week we are going to be talking 
about the crazed clown. So we'll be talking about comedy next week. Our friend, our dearest, dearest friend, Chloe Joyce, is going to be coming on. Um, and Very talented comedian. Has a lot of stories to tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she's going to be talking about... Um, Coming on and talking about comedy, the comedy world. She worked in the Frog and Bucket in Manchester. Fabled comedy club in Manchester. Yeah, very, very well known. Um, and a lot of things within comedy, sort of that the idea that a lot of comedians are, you know, happy all the time and laughing and da 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 and how that maybe isn't true. Mm. Um, and just, just her mental health experiences, she has a lot of experience within... Um, mental health <laughs> I suppose yeah. um, and I'm sure she'll have some fantastic stories to share like we said earlier we we started off a bit lightly this week we want, we didn't want to scare you guys off <laughs> but in the coming weeks I would expect for a band-aid to be ripped off we're going to be talking about some serious topics but that's what this is about really <laughs> yeah just know that although we might not be professionals we're doing this in the hopes that our conversations might resonate with you, might we might somehow be able to give some good advice and yeah. at le- at the very least you can relate to the fact that you've experienced trauma just like <laughs> all the rest of us. That's us done for the day. Do me a favour before you go. Log on to Instagram, type in Conscious Creators Podcast, like the page, get involved, follow us, all that good stuff. And if you want to be involved with the podcast itself, just head over to Gmail at ccreativespodcast at gmail.com. See ya. Bye.